Ladies and gentlemen, men and women, children of all ages, you're about to experience the opportunity to get in on the conversation. So do me a favor, join the conversation as you're about to step into the world of conversations about dot, dot, dot. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. How are you? Glad you've made it back to another episode of Conversations About Dot, Dot, Dot. It is myself, I'm Will, and with me are the Rasco brothers. As always, Brothers Rasco, please introduce yourselves. Hello, Will. How are you today? Is... I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> it, is, it is I, uh, one of the Rasco brothers. I am Jingles Rasco. And I am Smiter Rasco. Uh, good morning, evening, or afternoon, depending on wherever the listener is right now i'm sorry beforehand i gave jingles a look like this is one of those like radio casts from the 70s and everybody's talking with a really nice low register and today yes uh, we're going to be talking about uh this thing and uh we have really (laughs) (laughs) sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry go ahead hey that's okay you're good at least we didn't come out with the whole you know and today in the news, we're going to sit there and talk about wonderful things today. It's going to be exciting and wonderful. Today in 1942, we have, you know, that that, that radio voice. But so we're going to do a couple of episodes here. And so this first episode is going to be kind of just a Christmas episode because it is the holiday season. Mm. For those of you who celebrate Christmas time. And so I wanted to get into a couple of questions that I sent out to the Rasco brothers beforehand and kind of get my thoughts on the holidays and things like that. So I just want to shoot into that right away. And so, by the way, uh, for you guys that have been rocking with this show since the beginning, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys keep spreading it, sharing it. I know we're new and I know it's a small thing, but you guys are making it bigger and I appreciate each and every listen that we get. So I want to pour that special thank you out to you guys right off the bat. So let's talk about Christmas. First question I have, and I will start the answer, and then you guys go ahead and jump in where you will, is favorite Christmas memory. And so that's the, that's the first question I have. Mm-hmm. So my favorite mm-hmm. Christmas memory, I'm about 16. It's about a 16 year old Big Will. And, you know, my mom sits us down and my mom tells us, you know, we don't have a lot this year. Your dad's working really hard, but he's the only income we've got right now. Because at the time, my mother was getting ready to go back into school. Mm-hmm. And so she didn't have a whole lot going in. Well, she was like, you know, what do you guys want for Christmas? Are we going to be able to really afford like one big gift? And, you know, I grew up in and around church a lot growing up. So... I didn't necessarily understand a lot about scripture at the time, but I understood a lot about what Christmas was supposed to be according to Christian faith. And so it's the idea, you know, we're supposed to celebrate about Jesus. We're supposed to celebrate about the birth of Christ. We're supposed to celebrate about the gift that God gave humanity. And so here I am sitting there trying to think, well, they don't have a whole lot of money. What do I need? Now, meanwhile, to date myself a little bit, my brother wanted a Nintendo. Not a Super Nintendo, not a Nintendo 64. We're talking about the original Nintendo with Duck Hunt and Mario with the little shooter gun, the original big box Nintendo. 
Yes. My brother wanted for Christmas. And if I'm not mistaken around that time, they were one ninety nine a pop. Yep, that sounds right. Of course, if you try to buy one of those old school systems now, you're going to spend way more for that. Oh, yeah. You know, because they, they've become, quote, vintage now. To quote Michael Cole from WWE, vintage Nintendo. Anyway, so <laughs> there's your <laughs> wrestling reference right there for you. Anyway. We may work, so, rework those in. <laughs> hey, I'm, I, I relate to everything in the form of wrestling. So at some point, there's going to be a wrestling, wrestling reference to everything I talk about at some point. Yes, it may just be something small, but it's always going to be there. I think anyway, it's Anyway, so. I'm sitting here and I'm like, you know, I need clothes. And I was studying art in high school and we had been doing a lot of assignments and I, my fetch book was almost full. And this is before I was working. So I didn't have income coming in. And so of course, you know, I needed a new sketchbook. Mm-hmm. And since it was going to be for art class, I needed a big sketchbook, you know? So I was just like, so I, you know, my mother was like, just write down what you need, write down what you want and we'll consider it and talk about it and let you know if we're going to be able to get it. Mm-hmm. And so of course my brother gives him this list and he's like Nintendo. And of course my mom's like, okay, I think we can do that. And so of course she's expecting me, you know, here I am like a junior in high school, sophomore, probably sophomore going into junior year. And so we're, you know, talking, it's all wrote down. I need new clothes and a sketchbook. And so I go give her my list and I go back to my room. And so she comes back to me later. She's like, come here. And so it's like, okay. I go back to the living room. She's like, okay, I, I see that you need these things. Uh, that's not what I'm asking you. What do you want? <laughs> I'm like, no, that's what I want. She's like, you just want a sketchbook and some clothes? Yeah, that's all I need. And she's like, but what do you want? And I'm like, I want a clothes. I want clothes and a sketchbook. (laughs) I've got everything else I need. I just Mm. need, I need a sketchbook because we're going to be doing a lot more assignments in the second half of the semester for art class. Mm. And I just need new clothes because, you know, boys, you know, fun fact, boys will rip through clothes a lot faster, I believe. I'm familiar with this you concept. Know, mm-hmm. And there's no statistic. I'm not trying to make a statistical thing here. I'm not trying to come up with a fact. This is just a will <laughs> fact, okay? This is mm-hmm. a fact that's been researched. It's just me fact. I tend to go through clothes really quickly and constantly have to replace my clothes because I'm a bigger guy. So there you go. So yeah. Anyway, that's what mm-hmm. I needed. Yeah. Um, so my mother just cried. And my mother hugged me. And she said, you don't know what this means to me, that you're thinking about what you need, not what you want. I was like, but I want a sketchbook. As a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like she wasn't understanding that I looked at what I needed and then that's what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted what I needed. I didn't want the Nintendo. I didn't want, you know, the Sega Genesis. Although my brother was going to end up getting those things. I was going to be able to play them at some point anyway, so it didn't matter. Yeah. So fast forward to Christmas Eve night and my mother uh, wakes me up at about, 12.30 that night. Like, she has us go to bed at, like, 9. Mm-hmm. Which we normally went to bed at, like, 10 o'clock. So it's like, you know, she has me wakes me up about 11 o'clock, 12, something like that, midnight. And she's like, hey, we have no idea how to hook this up to the TV. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, she got my brother the Nintendo. And so, of course, you know, me, I'm semi-tech savvy. So I go and hook the Nintendo up in, like, two minutes. Mm-hmm. She says, and so I get ready to go back to bed. She's like, where are you going? I say, like, I'm going to go back to bed. Did you need to see me to hook that up? She said, we need to know that it works. Hmm. 
She's like, okay. I was like, okay. Are you telling me what you? I think you're telling. Well, yeah. Somebody's got to play it. We don't know what to play. We don't know what to do with that stupid thing. <laughs> okay. So I played and beat Mario that night. Whoa. Nice. Before my brother woke up. So mm-hmm. like, I played Mario, beat Mario, had popcorn and hot chocolate with my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And then she's. And then it got to be like four thirty that morning. She's like, okay, go to bed. Hey, hey, yeah. Go ahead and cut it off, go back to bed. They're like, all right, we'll get you up at seven. Like, all mm-hmm. right, bet. And then we'll figure out a way <laughs> to get you back to sleep later. I was like, okay. So I went to back to bed, woke up at seven. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how great of a sleep I got. You know, we're playing the whole thing off. Yeah. And of course, with my mom, you know, we had, there was a church program every Sunday morning, every, every Christmas morning. So we went, did the thing, did the presents, mm-hmm. went to church, did the church breakfast. And all that stuff, and then we came home, and then went to bed for a nap, quote unquote, a nap, because your brother's tired. He helped us put a bike together, which I never, I literally handed my dad a wrench. Yeah. That was like instead of helping him put the bike together, like it yeah. was just like, I need, I need, I need the socket wrench. Okay, here you go, Dad. And they go, Nah, go drink your popcorn. Drink your pop, each popcorn, drink your uh, cocoa. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and I'm literally just sitting there playing Mario all night. It was the greatest. One of the greatest Christmas stories I've ever had. That's really nice. That's nice. That's really nice. I like that a lot. I wouldn't. I wouldn't personally put cocoa and popcorn together, but I mean, I'm not that adventurous. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, speaking of adventurous. It's... Yeah. Uh, let I'll take that. I'll just take that single word and segue into my Christmas memory. Okay. Okay. Uh, so when uh, Jingles and I were growing up. Um, our mom uh, got remarried and to a, a really swell guy. Um, and at the time where, where we're all living together, we're all living like uh, on, I would say like on the higher plateau of, of uh, our town. Yeah. And uh-huh. our, our up- town, our town has got, it's surrounded by hills. It's kind of like a little tiny valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't want to say the nicer houses are on the higher points of the town, but the the, the nicer are... the the houses tend to be nicer higher up. <laughs> so gotcha. This is while we're living up there, and um, winter hits us, and the snow hits us hard, and we're we're out there, and uh, our stepdad. Tells us about how we can climb up. On, now we're allowed to climb up on the roof of the house now, so that we can shovel the snow off. And my older brothers start doing that, and they develop this massive snow pile. And at first, you know, we all start. Ta- <laughs> yeah, you already know where this is going. You already know where this is going. Yes. So we're so we're all taking turns periodically, just jumping off the roof into this snow pile, and everybody's having a great time. That wasn't the highlight. The highlight was how our uh, our stepdad uh the homegrown uh good old country boy genius that he was he took a big massive inner tube just this big leathery thing and he filled it up with air and again this is still in the snow and it's still in the winter and yep. he uh, you know we're uh, I'm a, I'm a little puny thing I'm confused 
I don't know where this is going. <laughs> I'm all like, we're not going swimming. And so he fills it up. And what he does is that I can't remember if he gets a rope and ties the inner tube or if he has us hold one end of the inner tube. But what he does is that he gets his truck. We go out into the road. We're sort of on the back road so that it's like almost no traffic yeah. all the time. Right. Virtually no traffic. And we tie one end of a rope to the back of his truck and we hold on to the other end of the rope on the inner tube. <laughs> and I remember being held by my older brothers as I'm on their lap and they're in the inner tube. So one arm they've got in front holding me by my chest coming around and the other arm they're holding onto a rope and we're going like maybe three maybe five miles an hour and right. it's a blast we're being drugged on the inner tube on the road on <laughs> yep. the snow and it is just a blast the entire the greatest time ever yeah yep. yeah and then sometimes he would you know swerve and go side to side so to get us a little bit more thrill and a little bit more action i think there were a couple of times where like the inner tube would go off road and then bounce us off yep <laughs> right the bumps yeah <laughs> but it's all snow and it's heavy thick snow everywhere and so you just boop it's like a big cold pillow and then you just yeah. get up everybody laughs we all get right back in and to tell you the truth i have no idea if my mother approved of any of that <laughs> i never i, mean, bothered. I never bothered say, to if, yeah yeah if your mom listens to the episode mm -hmm. we're sorry yeah. <laughs> no i'm i guarantee our stepfather wouldn't have been allowed to do that if her mother didn't approve of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. And our mother was a uh, shrewd... My, our mother probably still is a shrewd warrior woman. And so she... <laughs> like, not much really scares her. So when gotcha. she heard about us getting reckless like that, I'm sure in the back of her head, she was like, that's not nearly the most reckless our family has been. So go ahead. Oh, she's also very protective gotcha. of her kids, yeah. for sure. She's but, very yeah. smart. She's very shrewd. And uh, well, she's also very brave. But, uh, yeah. Smart and shrewd is not... Smart and shrewd are definitely good qualities for a mom to have. So yeah. Yes. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, that's... Much, that's... Mom, much mom and dad love from the from the conversation about dot 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 podcast absolutely absolutely i love um our parents mm -hmm. um our our biological father passed away last year mm -hmm. um and you know we we had the opportunity to go say goodbye and we miss him very dearly our mother is still alive still doing well and um miss her a lot yeah. because she's she's moved out of state because she's gone to go help one of our brothers who also lives out of state mm -hmm. uh, with his growing okay. family, mm -hmm. and she's oh, helping. Wow. Mm -hmm. She's helping take care of the Those my brother's yeah. uh, kids and stuff yeah. because okay. where they live, childcare is really expensive, mm -hmm. and so she's right. she's being a help with that and just being. She's she's happy having graduated to grandmother. Yes, <laughs> I'm about to say being a grandma is a sacred thing. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I watched some great women be grandmothers, man. It's a whole new fill-up. Like, grandmothers can get away with a lot of stuff that, like, even parents can't do. It's <laughs> so true. Yeah. Like, grandma, grandma will sit there. Like, I never will forget what time I was at my grandmama's house. And I'm so, I don't mean to cut into anybody's story. I'm just going to tell this yes. real quick and get yes. out. Uh, but my grandmother uh, went over there one, like, Friday evening. And we stayed up playing Monopoly till like, 6.30 the next morning. 
and it was just me and my grandmother, and she's just like, oh, come on, it's okay, baby, you can go ahead and lay down in about an hour. Like, <laughs> Grandma, it's six in the morning, and it's like a, <laughs> like a Saturday morning, I just want to go to bed. She's like, it's okay, I'll fix breakfast. No, I don't want to eat, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma, but not only was winning Monopoly, she was the bank as well. So, uh, uh... yeah, there was no... There's no winning against the bank. No, no. no. <laughs> so the bank always. We have wins. one more. Yeah. yeah, bank always wins. So we have another fun Christmas story. That I'd love to hear. Yes. Um. So my Christmas story um is uh very similar to yours, in fact, Will. Um. So one of the things since uh most of our lives, our mother was a single mother raising five boys all on her own. Um, and so, you know, we never really had a whole lot growing up. So it was always like memories and stuff that were the most important personally to me Mm -hmm. growing up Mm -hmm. with just spending time with my family and just, you know, expressing how much we all love each other. We're a very, um, we're a very loving family and we love on each other and we always tell each other how much we love each other. Um... I've been meeting a lot. I've I've known a lot of friends over my my life. Uh, we're a Latino family. Uh, we originally lived in Southern California. We moved north, um, and so the the frigid Northlands. The frigid Northlands. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the the community that I've grown up with has grown up with has been predominantly Caucasian. Mm. Um, and seeing the differences between how much family means to a Latino family mm-hmm. as opposed to most Caucasian families, it's not always the case, obviously, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. for the vast majority of my Caucasian friends that I have known throughout my life, um, family isn't that closely knit. Mm-hmm. Um, but for my family, we've always been a very, very close family, and mm-hmm. I've always, we always made a point to let each other know how much we love each other. So spending time together during the holidays has always been the big thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, With so many kids having me having four brothers and one little brother in Smiter here. um, I didn't always expect to get things for Christmas. Um, I remember... Uh, as a as a much younger lad, I was obsessed with trains. Trains were like the coolest thing ever. Oh and yeah! And we actually have uh, a railway system that goes through our town. And uh, I'd say every few days there's a train that goes by, just shipping stuff. I completely forgot about about that. I, now now it's all coming back to me. I wanted to be a train conductor so badly, growing up. Um, and I wanted a train set, just one of those electronic train sets that I can just set up and then just like hit the, hit the little power thingy and just watch it go. Right. Yep. Um, my mother never could afford that. It was always like, you know, wooden train stuff or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which I still have a lot of that, uh, the stuff that hasn't been passed down to my, uh, nieces and nephew. Um, right and uh eventually i i I really wanted to get a guitar 
um, especially when I was younger teen, I think about 12, 11 or 12. Um, I, I really wanted a guitar and uh, just that, that was my, my newest obsession was the guitar Ooh. and wanting to, to learn the guitar and stuff like that. I've got a question to ask about this after you get done with your story. So sure. go ahead. Um, and so, uh, mom always knew that I wanted a guitar. Uh, I didn't really ask for a whole lot over the years because all the really nice stuff my older brothers got just because since they were older, many of them could just work and have their own money to buy whatever they wanted and stuff. Right. Um, and so, uh, Smiter and I are a year apart and our older brothers are like, four years older than me five years older than me and so we were kind of split into two groups the older guys and the younger guys and um anyway i really wanted a guitar and uh that's that was my obsession for the longest time and uh one one christmas year my mom uh, was able to to get me a guitar and it had a, a special personalized case that had my name on it and um, it's something that I it's a little little tiny junior guitar uh, but full strings and uh, it was something that I've treasured for a very long time I still have never really learned how to play the guitar um, okay because like lessons and stuff are, are always like they're, they're unaffordable. <laughs> uh, my family always liked music, but we couldn't afford to do like lessons and stuff when it came to like music and all that. Uh, but right. I still have that little tiny guitar that has the case with my name on it. And it's in my room here in my own apartment. Um, I'm 30 <laughs> years old now mm -hmm. and I still have it and I could pull it out right now if I wanted to. But uh, it's something that I treasure a whole lot because I know it wasn't easy for my mom to get it for me. Um, and it's it's probably one of the the bigger gifts I ever received uh, on Christmas. And so mm. it's it's been a big deal for me for most of my life. That's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome indeed. So my question I was going to ask, that you mentioned wanting a guitar, which changes my next whole question up completely. Uh, but you wanted a guitar. Who do you feel like is one of the guitarists that inspired you to want that guitar? Uh, well, much like you, Big Will Holland, <laughs> uh, we grew up also in a very Christian household. And so a lot of, uh, we listened to a lot of Christian music growing up. Um, probably the the big one that I... That's probably still one of my favorites is we had, uh, I, I don't know if it was Rich Mullins' only CD, mm. but it, it was Rich Mullins' CD, Stuff of Earth, or uh, Wings of Heaven, Stuff of Earth. Mm -hmm. um, First of all, that is an awesome album. Yes. I've heard it several times. Uh, Rich Mullins, man, he, he had a few albums out. He yeah. did a few. Uh, but one of the coolest things about him now, of course, this may contribute to the way he ended up passing away. Yeah. Apparently, he was in an interview with somebody, and he talked about, at one point, trying to, like, literally, he's driving to the studio, and at one point, he's driving on his feet, 
Mm-hmm. While he's trying to play a specific set of chords to get to a song. Mm-hmm. Because he'd be literally writing music while he was in his car driving. And he would drive, but he learned how to drive with his feet to where he could have the guitar in his head playing while watching <laughs> the road while playing guitar. And I'm just like, I don't know many human beings who can get their feet up high enough to grab the steering wheel, much less have the motor skills to drive mm-hmm. right. <laughs> with right. their feet. Right. So yeah, he, he he I love a lot of his music, uh, and, and so yeah, that, that's really cool. That's really yep. cool to hear. Uh, that particular album I've listened to a lot. Um, I love it still. Um, but also, we grew up in the '90s and listening to a lot of country music. Yes, our mother was okay. obsessed with country music. Our, yeah, and plus, you know, we didn't grow up in a big city. We grew yeah. up, that. What what's the word people like to use? Podunk. I sure podunk works. Podunk, I guess. Ter, uh, boondocks, stuff like that. The town that we live Boondocks-y. in, that we that we grew up in, we're, we're still kind of here. We have bounced around the area, but mm. kind of still right. in the same area. Yeah. Currently, I think we have uh, the population is currently at about ten thousand people. Yeah. <laughs> so still spread pretty it's, thin. It's a very tiny town, and it's. It still remains really tiny. Yeah. Uh, but it, we we it's a country music kind of town. Well, it, it's an agricultural community. Yes. Okay. And gotcha. So, um, lots of lots of good old boys. Lots of people. Lots of farmers mm-hmm. and uh, lots of people that know how to work the land, more or less. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's something. That's a skill set that is definitely needed. In a world where we're so fastly approaching a technological boom, mm-hmm. and we we need people that still work with their hands. That's why I tell people all the time: Look, if a person goes to trade school, I'm gonna clap my hands to you just as loud. If you go to a trade school to graduate from a trade school, as if you go to a major college or university. Yeah, mm-hmm. because somebody is gonna be skilled enough with their hands to fix my air conditioner when it breaks. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You know, and I mean, I'm just being realistic about it. It's like there are certain things that I physically can't do because I don't have the skill set for it. Mm-hmm. But yet these people went to school, you know, mechanics, uh, air conditioner workers, people that do fumigation on houses, people that do trees, you know, people that cut down trees and stuff like that. There yeah. are a lot of technical trade-type jobs, you know, refrigerator repair, mm-hmm. you know, that not everybody is going to have the skill set for them, but I praise God for those people because we couldn't survive without them. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, you need farmers that are out there working the land to produce the crops that we eat with, you know. Yeah. Medicines and all that other stuff, you know, you need all that. Mm-hmm. Right. So I appreciate them greatly. And, and, and a small town living, to quote my mother, small town living ain't never hurt nobody. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, We're going to roll yeah. into my next question, and it's going to be a little bit different, uh, because mm-hmm. the original question was, what was your favorite gift that you received for Christmas? Which mm-hmm. I believe, Jingles, you already kind of answered that question. Yeah. So great. I'm going to go ahead and Spider answer that question first, and then I'm going to do mine, and then I'm going to give it a slightly alternate question based off that. All right. All right. Uh, that one's a bit trickier for me, but uh, one, probably one of the first things that comes to my mind was this one Christmas where, uh, and I think it's probably one of my favorite presents because my mother lied right to my face about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. She she looked at her children and she told us, ain't none of you getting a new Game Boy this year. 
And, oh, no. And uh, she was like, that's just the reality of it. We don't have enough money. I remember that. And, uh, and she told us that. And when she did, yeah, we were all kind of disappointed. By this time, we had a little sister. I want to I wanna go out on a limb and, and just say, uh, for the record, uh, she went out of her way to sit us down and be like, I hope you guys aren't disappointed. Yeah. But I know you guys wanted the new Game Boy. but And we, Pokemon. And Pokemon. But we can't afford that this year. And I hope you all, I hope you understand. And of course, naturally, it jingles extremely quick he's like well that's just kind of the way it is and you know it's like at least we'll all be together and me i'm kind of disappointed and i'm all like oh i really wanted leaf green Mm -hmm. (laughs) and (laughs) look you don't get it it. fire red and leaf green probably the best but anyway um yeah and our little sister too she she wanted to get one because uh but yeah by this time we had a little sister and you know we were vastly trying to influence her with our <laughs> with our nerd culture and she was she was just eating it up and so she wanted pokemon as well mm-hmm. and, right um yeah jingles is right our mom took the time to sit us down tell us right to our faces i hope you're not disappointed but ain't nobody getting pokemon this year and uh, i'm disappointed we're all disappointed and christmas eventually rolls around we look under the tree Nothing. No, bo- no, no, no little tiny boxes. Because I was thinking in the back of my head, like, what if mom lied right to my face? <laughs> <laughs> and I look at the tree and like nothing. And we're all like, oh, well, that's just the way it is. And we, yeah. we accepted it as a reality. And but, you know, we're all sitting around. Uh, there's a fire going on. We're all sitting around and we're all enjoying each other's company regardless and starting to have lunch and stuff a big old fat lunch and then mom's all like did you guys check your stockings did you guys check your stockings for candy or anything because stockings always got candy Mm -hmm. and so we're like oh no we didn't so we go we grab our stockings and we start emptying them out and then out of every single one of them a new game boy with a game boy with pokemon (laughs) and i was all like and the first thing was like yes and then the second thing was like my mother lied right to my face (laughs) (laughs) never have i been happier being lied to than in that moment Oh, oh, and God, boy, did we ever get mileage out of those games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those were probably, like, some of our most played Game Boy games we ever got. Easily. Hey, could and you I... battle each other in that one as well? Yes. Yes. You can You can battle okay. each other in all of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, So that was good, because then you had the friendly competition side of it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But my, for me at Jingles, our favorite thing to do was, like, trade. Yeah. Yeah. We would get two separate go. versions. He would get... I would get the good one, he would get the less good one, and then we would trade in between. He's Yeah. That's that's not in that's not correct at all. No? No, no it, it seems about right. It seems I got leaf green, you got fire red, right. so I won, you didn't, and then we traded Pokemon in between. I guarantee that fire red sold more than leaf green. But, I don't think eh, so. I don't need to defend I don't need to defend the game. That doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> 
I think the big point in it all is that you all won because even though your mom lied to you to tell you you weren't getting new Game Boys, it's the fact yeah. that you did that you were able to enjoy trading or battling or your little sister getting into the geekdom and all that. That sounds like the heart is definitely warming in that situation. No Grinches in that house. Oh, yeah. No, not a single one. And what was great is that years later, like, I think maybe even just, like, earlier this year or maybe even late last year, I start talking to my sister again. She's now much older. She has a boyfriend. She's 22 now. She's 20, yeah. And um, she and her boyfriend are nerds together. And, <laughs> yes. and, I'm ta- and, yeah, and I'm talking with her about it, and, uh, like, we, Pokemon comes up. And I'm... And, I start thinking to myself, like, well, what do you, like, how do you like all this new stuff with Pokemon? And she did me so proud because she said, I don't really like much of the new stuff. I really like that, you know, those first generations that she, she didn't say it outright, but she basically said, I liked the games that we played when we were little. And yeah, I was all like, that's the best ever. Also, brief sidebar before... I let Will go ahead and just and one up me with his story. Um, Apparently, she berated her boyfriend recently for not playing Pokemon right. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he wasn't playing it, quote unquote, right. Right, and it was great (laughs) because, like in Pokemon, you could have a team, and the object the object is to like build up this entire team of six and have them all play well with each other and. Basically, you know, beat all your opponents that way. He apparently had just one really, really, really strong Pokemon and beat the whole game like that. And she was like, no, you're doing it wrong! (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, you're encouraged to Justice League, and he pretty much was Batmaning it. Yeah. Yes. More or less. Yes. He, no, no, he was Supermaning it. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's actually more accurate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... (laughs) And to to add on to to, <laughs> I don't want to take the entire credit. I don't think you and I should be taking the entire credit for our sister's uh, nerdy nature now, sure. because our older brother, one of our older brothers, is also huge influence on that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Will, don't tell our sister. I don't know if she's going to be listening to this. If she does, oh well. Oh well. Um, <laughs> Don't tell hey, her we're sister. Dedicating, we'll, 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 tell, we'll, we'll, we'll put it this way. We'll put this out there right now. Mm. We're dedicating this episode of the Christmas episode to your sister. There you go. To the Roscoe so, sister. To the Roscoe. The Roscoe, Roscoe, Roscoe to the sister, sister Roscoe. Yes. <laughs> so the- um, but because Smiter and I already have um, Batman, the animated series, uh, volume one and volume two, and I won your comment contest getting those two. Um, yes. I will be giving those to our little sister and her boyfriend. Oh, she'll love them. She will. Oh, so in other words, she needs to wait until after the after Christmas and listen to this episode. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I'll just bring them over to her right now. Yeah. Just to say. I just feel like, <laughs> we're going to be recording this episode. We're going to get a live reaction of a Christmas present delivery yeah. right now. <laughs> But yes, Will, tell me your story. Tell us. Okay. Sing us a story, Will. Read us a rhyme. 
me, 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 me. Okay, no, I don't <laughs> sing. Right. So let, let's talk about Christmas stories. So my favorite Christmas story, uh, my favorite Christmas present that I ever received, actually is a bit of a tradition for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, I got, you know, what I needed things. I pretty much got what I needed for the most part growing up. So then, you know, when I went out, struck out on my own to become my own person, Mm-hmm. Uh, over the years, you know, different things have happened. I've gone out, you know, I've tried to be a blessing to other people as it relates to Christmas and the holidays and things like that. Right. And But then Black Friday started happening. Well, Black Friday started happening. It was like, you know, you and then, of course, it went from Black Friday to Great Thursday. Right. Um, and so Big Bang Theory has been my show since, like, episode one. Yep. So every year around Gray Thursday. Mm-hmm. I would go out to Walmart. I'd make my trek out to Walmart and I would go and I would try to pick up the latest season of Big Bang Theory. Because normally the seasons of Big Bang Theory are between $30 to $40 a piece. Right. Well, on Black on Gray Thursday, usually they're like $10 a piece. Mm-hmm. So $30, $40, $10. I, I, I feel the scale tip toward the $10 election every time. If it's the same exact thing. Right. So every year, it's kind of become my slash holiday slash Christmas tradition to go out and get Big Bag there every year. Mm-hmm. Well, as you guys know, because I've probably talked about it at least once in every episode of the podcast so far, Big Bang, Big Bag Theory last season was this season. Yeah. So it ended. It ended. And oh, so really? I had to go get the 12th season because, of course, it released late. Normally it releases in September. It right. released in October. So whereas normally it's on sale, you know. So this was the story of me getting myself something for Christmas because I knew I needed to complete something. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd been with the show since the beginning. You know, every episode I would try to watch on TV when I could. Then when the seasons drop, I would go get the seasons and go mm-hmm. and watch all the episodes. And sometimes I've gone back and done little mini marathons, just, you know, seasons one through five. Or when I do get season six, I go seasons one through six. I just go back and go watch all of the old episodes again. Yeah. And so this last season came out late. Well, when it came out late, it did not get marked for sale in the traditional Black Friday $10 sets. Mm-hmm. So I kind of felt a little uh, like I don't know. Don't want to spend more money on this. Normally I only spend like ten bucks a pop for these. Mm-hmm. Wow, am I going to end up spending potentially twenty nine, thirty dollars for this? But then I started looking at the MSRP. The last season of Big Bang Theory, because of all that was in it, apparently was like almost fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Whereas all the other seasons, like thirty to forty, it was almost a ten dollar difference in the rate. And so, for me, my biggest Christmas present, really to myself, I guess, because, you know, I've had a really weird year. Yeah. And so, I thank God for still being alive, because there was a point where I didn't know for sure if I was going to make it through March, because of all the stuff going on with my blood and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I decided, I said, you know what, I'm going to celebrate this year. And the way I'm going to celebrate this year is I'm going to go spend a little extra money and I'm going to get Big Bang Season 12, because... I can honestly say I started a series from the beginning mm-hmm. and I watched all those episodes in that series and now I have all the episodes in the series complete. Mm-hmm. And so I went out and bought it like a couple of days later. I think I bought it that Saturday 
And it was funny because, like, the manager, when I was in the store, he saw me. He's like, are you going to get it today? I was like, yeah, I need to get it before it goes back up to regular price. He laughed. Mm -hmm. He said, well, I hope you enjoy it, man. And so I got it, got it home. And the main reason I wanted to do it was because I had not seen the last episode of the show. Yeah. Mm. So I watched the last episode of the show, and I got to say, I cried, like, three times mm -hmm. during the course of that. 30 minutes. So about every 10 minutes, I was crying <laughs> for different mm -hmm. reasons. That's one cry but, every 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was, it was, it was, it, I needed it. And so I would say that's my favorite Christmas present, even though I got it before Christmas. That'd be my favorite Christmas present to myself. Yeah. But right. say, you know what? I'm going to celebrate the miracles that I've been through this year by purchasing this, this set, mm -hmm. you know, and kind of adding to my own happiness. You know, you know, everybody talks about self-care. They talk about things like, you know, going walking, exercising, different things like that. You got to enjoy what you enjoy. You know, mm, yeah. and so when you enjoy something, you want to try to find it wherever you can. And so that's kind of what I did. So that was probably my favorite Christmas present to myself because of the year I've had this year. Yeah. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Okay. So now here comes a fun, here comes, this is going to be more like lightning round stuff because I don't think I asked this question, but it just hit me. Mm -hmm. Favorite Christmas candy. Favorite Christmas candy. Favorite Christmas candy. I can is... tell you, uh, it's the um, Tootsie. I, I no, sorry, it's the. I think it's Jolly Rancher um, candy canes. It's the candy okay. canes that aren't peppermint, but taste like other candy. Like perf my favorite ones are the blueberry ones. Um, or the blue raspberry. Let's mm. see. I think they're Hershey's Hugs. Yeah, Hugs. Yeah, Hugs. Yeah. It's got to be hugs for me. Hugs during the holidays? Yeah. I love the white chocolate-covered Oreos. Mm, those are good. They don't know to put around around Christmas time. Yeah. Now, I don't eat too many of them because mm. I don't need to. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, because even though I don't deal with diabetes, I don't want Wilfred Brimley showing up at my house. Yep. Yes. And just looking at me, staring at me, and just mouthing the words diabetes as he's looking at me. While I'm eating the Oreo. And he just looks in your eyes and just goes, Medicare can help. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Exactly. Because I don't, I don't need that in my life. I'm good. That's right. But yes, that's one of my favorite candies. Uh, what are your favorite Christmas foods? I like anything that has to do with a big bird. Like turkey, chicken, anything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, our our Christmas meals tended to be a little bit similar to our Thanksgiving meals. Yeah, almost okay. almost the exact same. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, uh, I have to say, uh, turkey with uh, lots of turkey gravy. Yes, to make it nice and moist and yummy. Mm. I'm definitely a more turkey person than a ham person. Although I appreciate people who like ham. Mm -hmm. Uh, as, as their as their as their Christmas uh, food, a lot of people they'll say, "Well, they'll do turkey for Thanksgiving, they'll do ham for Christmas." Mm -hmm. Yes, I you know, so that's kind of the thing, and that's fine. Me personally, I'm more turkey based. Uh, period. I can eat turkey all year round. I don't need a reason to eat turkey. Yes, sir. I just need a turkey to eat turkey. Yes, sir. So that's kind of the way that works. Mm -hmm. uh, but then, I'm not a I'm not a fruitcake fan. Mm -hmm. Like I never have been. Like I've never had a fruitcake that I liked. No. Nah, not us either. And I don't know, those, are, those are pretty big Christmas days. You know, people get those as gifts, and I just look at them and shake my head. I'm like, thank you so much, while I'm sitting there deep down just resenting the fact that they handed me this. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you know, what am I supposed to do with it? I'm not going to eat it. Right, right. <laughs> and I don't want to re-gift it. 
I think you're supposed to throw it into the fireplace to keep warm. I thought you were supposed to. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to use it as part of the of a house's foundation. No, that's right. Start yeah. a new house. Yeah. Use it as a foundation. Yeah. Start building a new house. <laughs> I do like eggnog. Mm, me too. Oh yeah. Yeah, me too. Have you ever had boiled custard? No. No. Boiled custard is delicious. <laughs> it does involve egg, so if you're not a big egg person, you may not want to do egg. But it's definitely a custard-based. It's egg. It's custard, but it's egg-based custard. It's really delicious. My mom would make it every year. I like. Uh, I like custard. Nice. So I'm yeah. sure I would love it. Yeah, me too. So, so eggnog and stuff. Do you have a favorite Christmas song? Favorite Christmas song? That one's tough. Um, okay. I got. I got. I got a weird little. Uh, I got because at first for me it was uh, Jingle Bell Rock. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. then for a little bit, it was chest, uh, chestnuts uh, over the fire. Um, yep, I got you. But, and then it hit me like a lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. And I, it's been my favorite ever since. I can't even remember like how old I was when I fell in love with it. It was it was during McGee and Me. <laughs> yeah, McGee and Me. Yeah, okay. and it's Carol of the Bells. Yeah. It, and now it is always Carol of the Bells. It will always be Carol of the Bells. <laughs> Carol of the Bells is definitely one of my favorites, mm-hmm. um, along with, uh, I had it, now it is gone. Oh, One Small Child. Oh, yeah. I'm not yeah. familiar with that one, but that one's really good. Mary Did You Know is also very good, too. Mm-hmm. Mary Did You Know is awesome. I love Mary Did You Know. What Child Is uh, This? Mm-hmm. One of my favorites, and I have to put a preface on it. It's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but it's the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer sang by the California Raisins. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> because, and I'm not for sure who was doing the voice of the Raisins at the time, because they did, a, they did a Christmas special back when they were popular. It was the California Raisins Christmas That's special. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they actually did a rendition of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer that I love to this day. Uh, another rendition of that same song that I love is by Jewel. Mm. Whoa, I didn't uh, know on she her did Christmas that. album. Yep. Wow. She did a Christmas album. Her her and her mother actually got on that song and did their version of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. So it was really sweet to hear her mom mm. kind of come in and sing in the background. Because Jewel's just one of those such she she has such an underrated voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to imagine her with her mother singing and I'm going is she gonna be able to keep up? And she does really well. Yeah, yeah. And so it's but, really neat. But then another one of my favorite Christmas songs is, and this is gonna be weird too, because this has another preface. So here comes Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. But it's the trap version of Here Comes Santa Claus. Mm, I think oh. I've heard it. Yeah, trap remix. Nice trap remix version of Here Comes Santa Claus. As a matter of fact, they used it in a commercial for the Academy Store. Mm-hmm. Huh. If you watch it, if you see the Academy commercials where the Santa Claus comes in riding the bicycle mm-hmm. and then flips off all the trampoline and proceeds yeah. to load a bag while other people are all said trampoline jumping up and down uh, shelves, loading up Santa's bag while he's doing flips. <laughs> because look, you know, if look, man, Santa's in a hurry. He's got to get this. He's got to get it going. Yes. <laughs> and at one point during the commercial, like there's a grandma that like jumps over a table and lands in a ball pit that breaks, so she lands in it, and so balls are just going everywhere. I, uh, of course, I, I'm like, I want to go in an academy where that happens, mm-hmm. right? I want to, 
like I, every single time he was like, I got to preface this or like this may be a little bit weird. I, I was expecting every single time for him to say the Ninja Turtles Christmas album. Don't talk about the Ninja Turtles Christmas album. Wait, wait, wait. I did not know wait, how did not notice this is a thing. You need to tell me. The Ninja me. Turtles Christmas hip hop album? That's right. The same I brother. Did not know. <laughs> gotta get a gift, gotta get a gift, gotta get a gift. Super Splinter. Splinter. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've gotta re- I gotta look that up. Don't. I did not realize that it is totally you, totally you don't have to. Somehow. You really don't have to, Will. <laughs> hey, hey, look, look, we can always reference to Little John and the Kool-Aid Man. That's right. <laughs> All I want, what I want for Christmas is everything on my list, baby. 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 <laughs> not Adam Cole, baby, but Little John said baby. Oh, that's right. The Kool-Aid yeah. Man going... With the Kool-Aid bag going, oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll send it to Smiter because uh, he hasn't seen it, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Little John Kool-Aid like, Man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, it was a thing. It came out last year, and yeah. I watched it again this year just because now it's part of my tradition that yeah. I have to watch that video at least once. I think that's fair. And then, Will needs, and then Will needs to look up that hip-hop album. Yeah. I will need to look up the hip hop album now with the Ninja Turtles. I did not know that was a thing. Yes. Okay, so so here's my final question in the land of Christmas. Yes. And I'm going to steal from Charlie Brown. I... But no, no, I'm sorry. Not my final question. Okay. Because that just made me think of another one. Okay. Favorite Christmas movie. Okay. That one is so unbelievably easy. I didn't have to think about it at all. Um, and my favorite Christmas movie of all time, quite simply, is Jingle All the Way. Okay. Okay, yep. that's the one where Arnold yes. is looking for the toy. Yes. For his looking kid. for Turbo like Man. Him and, Sin- him and Sinbad. Yep. Sinbad is Sinbad in it Sinbad the well. postman. Yeah, that is a great Christmas movie. That is a yeah. great Christmas movie. Absolutely. Uh, I think for me, my, number my one favorite Christmas movie of all time. Now, I don't remember the name of the movie, although I'm sure y'all could tell me. This might be the Island of Misfit Toys. Yes. I'm trying to think of the one where it's got the heat visor and the cold visor. Oh, that one is uh, A Year Without a Santa Claus. A Year Without a Santa Claus. There it is. That's it. That's it right there. I love all those. Now, y'all go ahead. I'm going to stop. Y'all go ahead and Bank and Rass, I believe, is the name of the company that did the stop motion for that. That was impressive. Those all of those, like Rudolph the Red Nose right there, Santa Claus comes out. All those are like my jam yeah. still. They're great. Love right. those movies. Um, which one was it? Um, I I think it was Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Um, yeah, it was definitely that one because it was like the the true story of of Santa Claus, and uh, I just remember the the song of the old guy as he's like trying to walk and Santa's trying to help him and they sing a song and it's just like put one foot in front of the other yeah soon you'll be walking across the floor (laughs) (laughs) yes we own all of those I'm pretty sure all but all but a couple I think yeah Yeah. because there was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer but also they made a sequel to that Mm -hmm. I think just called Rudolph and the Isle of Misfit Toys. Yeah, okay, that's what it was. That was just confusing me. Of course, there's always the Grinch. It's the old Christmas. Right, Grinch is... I need to hear... 
That, I need to hear every I need to hear every rendition of You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. As a matter of fact, I think Pelotonics just <laughs> Pelotonics just put out their version of that song for their Christmas that. album oh, this yeah. year. Yeah. Um Yes. Boris Karloff was the narrator and did the voices. And the singer. Yes, yes. He sang wow. the original. Which people might not know, Boris Karloff, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, was uh, the original Frankenstein's monster. Wow. The original Frankenstein's monster, and I believe the original Dracula before Lou Cheney. No, uh, that was... Uh... Oh, was I know someone his else? name. The original Dracula. I know his name, but it, it, was, it was another fellow. I knew Lou Cheney was one, but I, did, I thought that Karloff... I thought that Karloff did a Dracula before him. I thought the original I Dracula... Be wrong. I thought the original Dracula was Vlad the Impaler. Okay. <laughs> well, we're talking about the movies. But, I thought the original. You know, Dra- I thought the original Dracula was just some schmuck over in Transylvania. I don't, I don't, what are you guys on about? <laughs> we're talking about the movie version of said vampire, but yeah. you know, I mean, technically, if you want to say Count Chocula is the first, I mean, you can go right ahead. Count no, 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 no. no. Will... Count Ch- Count Chocula wasn't the first. He's just a distant cousin. Of Count Dracula. I don't actually know what the lore is for Chocula. Oh gosh, is there lore? Does, what if there's and lore? the question is, does Chocula and Booberry do they hang out? I do they like each to. other? I want them and to. Frankenberry? And Frankenberry, they all need to hang and out. And Frankenberry, yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that they hang out together all the time in the cereal aisles because uh, that's where they go. One second. I don't. I don't know if Smider said what his favorite Christmas movie is. Oh, Christmas movie, yes. Um, so I know you already, you know, yeah. banked in all your chips on Jingle All the Way. Oh, one, all of my chips, all in Jingle All, all, in all the Way. On Jingle All the Way. It's not a good movie. Yeah, it's it's a it's really not a good movie, but I love it so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Um, mine's a bit of a toss up between some of those like stop motion animated uh, Christmas movies. Yeah, and and I think. I'm going to have to bank in probably on the Island of Misfit Toys just because even as a kid that personally resonated The sequel with me. or just uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? When... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, yeah. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've ever actually seen the sequel. No, no, no. I, like, just in the original movie. Yeah. So this, in that case, it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The part where the he yeah. goes to And I think it's course. just because a bunch of those themes personally resonated with me as a kid. Yeah. And I mean, that, I gotcha. still am all about all of those. Like, the Island of Misfit Toys stuck with me, and I've used it in my common vernacular. That's how, that's how much it sticks with me. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then this leads me to my final question. Final yes. question. Uh, what does Christmas mean to you? Now, I'm stealing that very much from... Um, you know, Peanuts, of course, where, <laughs> you know, Charlie Brown asks Linus, what does Christmas mean to you? And then he explains. So I will let you all go into it, and I will come in and wrap it all up. Right. Uh, for me, uh, Christmas has always been just spending time with family and, and the people that I love. Um, as my family's gotten older, we've all moved apart and um, have been separate from each other. But over the last couple of years, we've reconnected. We've been together. Um, my my father passed away last year, but my older brother also got married 
Um, and he's been, he's, he's had a long life where he's, he's, I wouldn't, I don't want to say that he's gone from relationship to relationship because he hasn't, um, being in a relationship wasn't his main focus, but, uh, he's always been the nicest guy and just every, everybody that ever meets him loves him. Um, and it took him a long time to finally find the right woman that would be there for him. Um, as well as one of my other older brothers has been apart from the family for many, many years. And I hadn't seen for well over 10 years. And, um, we last year for Christmas, all of my siblings for the first time in probably about 13 years, finally got to all get together in one house and spend Christmas together with our mother and everyone with their spouses there. And um, that that was probably got to be one of the best Christmases in recent history just because I felt like my family was complete again. And uh, yeah. that meant a lot to me. And so Christmas to me is always spending time together with your loved ones. Gifts are nice, but it's not something that I expect anymore. Bless you. Yeah, yeah that's you. that's really that's really awesome there. Thank you. Yeah. Um for me it's uh well I I kinda wanna just steal his answer, but I don't wanna be dishonest. Um uh yeah you're in right? the same family if you steal his answer it's totally no, fine no no you see I'd he's like gonna to go steal. the opposite with it yeah it's no. all like family's not important it's all about gifts it's all about <laughs> gifts right <laughs> um, sorry <laughs> so jingles and i have made this joke before about me being off on a spirit journey and uh it was like some two years ago now that i think uh, mm-hmm. that, that finally ended and i finally came back home to roost um during that time though like i experienced a couple christmases without family and honestly sometimes in the back of my head i kept thinking to myself there's this i, I don't know, really know how to describe it but there's this moment in Christmas, like during Christmas, where I don't so like I don't really so much feel like I don't know more connected with my family over great distances, but it started to feel like it was a time to remind myself that I still do like have this sort of long distance invisible connection that I still sort of feel with my family and it's that fondness that I still remember with them uh, over all these years we've never had any bad blood between any of us and um, that's I think that's a really really rare treasure especially with how the modern family is today with um, everybody must be independent and everybody must be you know, must seize their own manifest destiny apart from each each and every family member. And I believe there's there is a merit to that. But I think Jingles is right. I think that um, like there's that closeness of family that we need to. I don't know if it's because we're a Latino family. I don't know if it's because we're a particularly special Latino family. I don't. I, I'm not sure 
like what the statistics are there on that. But I do know that um, about, you know, on Christmas, I'm just subtly or in my face reminded of, like, I, every, every time on Christmas, I take a moment to myself to just sort of sit in quiet and just reflect on that. And I think that's, a t I think that's kind of it. It's just a time of reflection for me. And there's nothing wrong with reflecting, that's a certain. Mm -hmm. um, whenever it comes to any holiday, you know, you think about the loved ones that you have, the people that you care about, the people that you care about the most. Um, I think for me, Christmas is really about understanding that the family you have isn't always about the family you're born with. Mm -hmm. And it's also not always about the family that's blood. Mm -hmm. yeah. sometimes you have people that are in your family that God gives you and they may not be in your family forever they may be a part of your family for a little while and then you're gone or they're gone mm -hmm. you know and then sometimes that connection is there and you come back to each other you know you never know yeah. and so it's just I'm thankful for the family that God continues to add to me and that God adds me to mm -hmm. um, and so I appreciate him for that and I also just I, I'm thankful Christmas, you know, and, and I understand everybody listening to this is not going to have the same philosophy on Christmas as I do. Mm -hmm. And I right. would not be so naive to believe that. So wherever you are, whatever, you know, religion you have, whatever orientation you have, whatever life you have, um, the spirit of Christmas really should always be about thinking about other people. Try right. to find ways to benefit their life a little bit better, to make someone else's life a little bit better. And whether you, you know, whatever, whatever you believe in, you know, I believe there's room for treating others better than you treat yourself sometimes, loving others more than you do yourself sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, we live in a world that points a lot at us, you know, mm -hmm. as individuals. And we say, you know, you can do all this if you just do this, this, and this. But it's like, what about the person who's trying to do the same thing and maybe not have as much opportunity? You know, mm -hmm. Do you have opportunity to help them get in a better spot? Maybe yeah. bless them with that. I don't know. But I think at the end of the day, Christmas is about looking outside the mirror mm -hmm. and looking at the world around you and asking, what can I do to make it better? You know, people all the time say, tell, I, I had somebody tell me the other day, they said, you know, I just don't know how I can impact the world. And I think back to that moment in the trailer, because I don't think it actually makes it into the film of Spider-Man entered the Spider-Verse. Mm. Well, Miles says, how am I supposed to save the whole entire world? And Peter says, you can't think of it that way. Mm -hmm. You have to think about saving one person at a time. Yeah. And Gosh, so how do you impact so cool. <laughs> one person at a time? You, you may be able to help encourage one person. And then that person encourages somebody else. Yeah, and then mm -hmm. that person encourages somebody else. So you start an infection, if you will, of encouragement. Love, yeah. peace, yeah. joy, the fruit of the spirit from a biblical sense. Mm -hmm. You give that out to people, and the hope is that it will spread yeah. mm -hmm. through your being willing to give it selflessly. Yeah. And it's not easy. You know, yeah. you're not always treated the nicest in the world. So you have those moments where you feel like you can become a Grinch real easily. It's not hard. Yeah. The harder, the harder and more strong, the, the stronger position is to fight the urge to become the Grinch during this season. Yeah. And mm -hmm. also, just a small note, 
if y'all are doing retail shopping mm. this close to the end of the year, this close to the end of the holidays, we know that Christmas is coming Wednesday. If you're out shopping, do me a favor. Encourage the people that are working and shopping. Encourage, encourage the people that you're shopping with. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is this. I worked in retail for years. Don't get down on the guy behind the counter because he has to work on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the reason he's there is because of you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't, don't say that it's just a shame that they're making you work on Christmas Eve. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm here because you're here. Like, yeah. if no one came shopping on Christmas Eve, we wouldn't be open. Yeah, right. <laughs> so find a way to bless those that you're shopping around, man, because I think that will impact the world a lot more than people realize because people in yeah. retail get beat up so much. Yeah. yeah. And if you just took five minutes and said, you know what, I, I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here serving me, and I just want to say thanks. You're here showing me where this stuff is on Christmas Eve, and I'm getting last-minute gifts to cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or getting last-minute food to cook, getting last-minute gifts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you for checking me out, even though you could be home with your family today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I understand it's a job, but it's still a job that people are sacrificing to do. Yeah, right. Absolutely. You know, you know if nobody worked at Walmart, we wouldn't have Walmart shop at. Yeah. <laughs> so even though yes, it is a job, there's still sacrifice involved. Because right, you be a some people just won't show up to work that day. <laughs> yeah. So hmm. that's the Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to thank each and every one of you for coming in on this. I greatly appreciate you checking out this Christmas episode with us. Um, and the Rasco brothers and I, I, I appreciate them. They're part of my family as far as I'm concerned. Mm, yeah. uh, I'm thankful to get to know these guys more as time goes on through this. And uh, through the connections I made through YouTube, they're, they, these two are some of the best dudes I know through it. So uh, if, if I never get to connect with another person that I've met on YouTube, I thank God for them. Oh, so, very sweet, Will. Thank you. Thank you. That's Will. that's my that's my thought process there. You guys rock. Uh, listen, the next episode we're going to talk about the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I broke down and got Disney Plus. Yeah. So I joined I joined the bandwagon or whatever you want to call it. And yes, I'm loving pressure. it. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> uh, so I'm loving it. So the next episode is going to be about the Mandalorian. Come on back to conversation about dot dot dot. Join the conversation. Thank you so much, and we're out. We got a voicemail before we officially get off this particular episode. We got a voicemail from Tina Clayton. Uh, Not only did we get a cool voicemail, but we got a song. So I think that's really cool, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Tina, thank you so much for being a listener. Really appreciate it. Uh, We'd love to encourage you to leave more voicemails in the future. Talk to us about stuff you want to hear on the show for future episodes. That'd be great. Uh, Anyway, so Tina, again, thanks. And I appreciate you taking the time, you know, of all the time and the day, especially with the holidays, you know, you made up the point to leave a voicemail. So we want to thank you for that. So here's this voicemail. And as always, guys, be blessed, be a blessing to somebody, especially over the holidays, guys. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you all. And we'll see you guys next week. Take care. Hi, it's Tina. I, um, I, I really love listening to the series. It's just so much fun. And I wrote a song for you. I hope you like it.
I just love listening to you all talk. It's, I listen to it basically everywhere. There's so much that I could go into detail with all the conversations in and out. But all I can really say is that I love this jingle and smiter. And well, this is conversations about. <laughs>